0: The word of the Lord that was read earlier came from 1 Corinthians, the 3rd chapter, and the 10th through the 15th verses. I'll read it again so that we're all on the same page. According to the grace of God which was given to me, like a wise master builder, I laid a foundation, and another is building on it. But each man must be careful how he builds on it, for no man can lay a foundation other than the one which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, pay attention. If any man builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each man's work will become evident. For the day will show it because it is to be revealed with fire. Mm -hmm. And the fire itself will test the quality of each man's work. If any man's work which he has built on it remains, he will receive a reward. If any man's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet so as through fire. Whenever I get to this time of the year, I always like to reflect on what I was thinking about and hoping for this same time last year. Part of that effort included looking back at what I preached on Watch Night in 2018. And as it turned out, I had preached a message back then called Courage Under Fire and and what i talked about was the importance of staying true to your convictions despite any opposition you may face in life. I talked about having the courage to get through those days and those times and those periods when things weren't going the way that you would like them to go. Yeah. And so what I preached then was almost a little bit prophetic because we are now sitting here again a year later having come through some things. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Having been through some things. So we were able to express courage under fire. Yeah. We had some major setbacks. We've we've lost some loved ones along the way. We were brought to the brink of of giving up and throwing in the towel because we had faced so many disappointments. But but through it all, God was with us. And God brought us through this time right now. And again, I reiterate, we are here one year later. What could have taken you out in 2019 didn't. But, but I'll go a step further and say not only that it didn't take you out, I will go so far as to say it couldn't. Yeah. Yes, sir. And there's a difference. Yes. Because the thing about it means that if it could have, it would have. But yeah. it did not because it could not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God was with us in 2019. And because he's the same God yesterday, today, and forever, we can rest assured yeah. That as we embrace 2020, that same God will be with us. Our church went through its own transformation. Uh We can boast now we got a new stove. We got a new roof over our heads. We got all these wonderful blessings that came our way. Why? Because it was indeed the year of restoration. So as we reflect now on 2019 and and look forward to 2020, and I'm praying the Holy Ghost keep my voice right where it is, I I thought it might be appropriate to build on top of that foundation. And so I've titled this message tonight quite simply to keep us on track, quite simply, our master builder. All right, so I'm not sure how many of you are familiar with building and construction. But for those of you who might not be familiar, the general idea is that before anything can be built, there with at least with any degree of integrity, there has to be a foundation that is first laid. When we talk about building structures, a foundation is really a lower portion of the building that is hidden. Foundations are generally broken into two categories. There is the shallow foundations, and then there are the deep foundations. The taller the building, the deeper the foundation must be if it is to stand for a very long time. Now, to make a foundation, what's done is you dig a trench into the ground, and you dig deeper and deeper until you get to the subsoil. Now, now, now what you need to know is that the topsoil, which is where plants grow, is not suitable in order to support a foundation. So you gotta go a little deeper and get to the subsoil. You gotta get into that rock, that, that bedrock, that hard place where you can now set up the structure that will become the foundation. Now when they're building these foundations, you can pour concrete into it. But if you really wanna fortify it, what they do now is they'll take rebar or steel and they'll put it in it and then when they put the concrete on it, it then dries and then it's forms a substructure that can withstand almost any kind of pressure uh-huh. Now 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 once the foundation is packed tightly or or it's dried hard you can now start to build on it yeah. you can't build on it before it has set well, well. see you you, you you can't start building now 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 let me make this plain. Many of us come to faith in Christ. And if you haven't figured it out already, I'm talking about that firm foundation. And many of us come to Christ and, 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 and what happened is, you know, he had to dig out a little bit of the stuff that had accumulated over time in your life. Things that had no business being there. And so when you gave your life to the Lord, he goes, okay, before I can start to lay the concrete... Before I can start to put in the rebar and, and the steel and, and fortify you. Before it even dries, I got to clean some stuff out. But now, 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 don't get too ahead of yourself. Because you know how it was when you first got saved. You want to tell everybody about Jesus and you haven't even yet read the book. You see, sometimes you need to make sure that, 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 that you have been prepared for the building that is to be erected. Now, I only told you that. To make the simple point that a strong foundation is necessary if you want to build something that will last. If you have no intention of having something last, then you don't need to worry about a firm foundation. If the foundation is too weak to support the superstructure, it is inevitable that with the slightest provocation that building will Collapse. Yes, you see, many people have foundations, and then when the winds come, come and on, when the earthquakes come, yeah. they fall apart yes, because on. their foundation was rooted in something other than that solid, firm foundation. Yeah. This is why the Apostle Paul says to us in verse 10, what does he say? According to the grace of God, watch it, according to the grace of God, which was given to me like a wise master builder, I laid a foundation. Paul, in his use of this metaphor, also says that what? In verse 11, no man can lay a foundation other than the one which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. So to be clear, the most solid of all foundations is that of Jesus Christ. Let there be no mistake about that. And and, and that's what you get when you become a Christian and give your life over to the Lord. You get that. Foundation. Now listen, there are many people who will tell you all kinds of things that you can do this to get to God. You can do this to get to, listen, no man cometh to the Father but by me, right? Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And so as we prepare to, to build on a foundation, right? I want to make sure that for every person in here, you are building on the right foundation. And that foundation is found in Christ and Christ alone. Now, 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 it is important for you to know that it's not only a faulty foundation that can cause a building to collapse. It's not just a faulty foundation. You see, you could have a good, deep, strong, firm, solid foundation and your building still collapses. What are you talking about, preacher? You just told us that we Jesus is the only foundation, the firm foundation. What are you telling me? I'm saying you can have that firm foundation, and your building still collapses. How so? Well, well. many people have a good, deep, strong, solid foundation. Many people have steel and reinforced concrete built into their foundations. Many people have mustard seed faith. Fortifying their foundations. But while your foundation may be strong, deep, secure, intact, you still have to build on it. And how you build on it will determine the quality of your spiritual life. Where are you going, Pastor? There are three things in the way that you build on this foundation that can cause your buildings to collapse. Oh, yeah. The first is where Paul says, watch what Paul says. Verse 12, now if any man builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw. That, that, that's what he says, right? That's what Paul says, right? Each man's work will become evident. In other words, you have to choose the right materials with which to build, and some of us like to take shortcuts. I remember when we were in Guatemala, and many of you who went with us can remember this. When we were in Guatemala, we were driving around. Everywhere we went, right? Right, Mary, John? Everywhere we went, we saw cinder blocks. It was almost like that was the commerce of Guatemala. Everywhere, these building blocks. Everywhere you go, building blocks, building blocks. And then and then I was like, wow. And then when we came back to the United States, of course we've got a lot of construction going on here. But what do we notice? A lot of wood and a lot of sheetrock. And so my point is, the buildings in Guatemala and places like that were using materials that were suited to the frequency of volcanic activity, earthquakes and, 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 and hurricanes. In other words, they were using materials suited to the pressures they would face. So so my point is, you have to choose building materials that are suited to what you anticipate is going to come. You you can't use wood and sheetrock in places where concrete and steel is required. Likewise, from a spiritual perspective, you can't use milk faith. When strong meat is needed. You, you're in a spiritual war for your souls, and you have to find the right materials with which to build. So, so so the first thing we see is that you can't use poor materials. If you're building on the solid foundation, which is Jesus Christ, you gotta use the right materials. You can't just because your building will collapse. So so the foundation is good, but your materials are poor. That can cause Your building to collapse. The second thing that Paul tells us that can compromise our building is seen when he says, but each man, watch this carefully, he says, but each man must be careful how he builds it. How he builds on it. Listen carefully. Each man must be careful how he builds on it. So that tells me, in other words, if you're not careful how you build, you can mess up. Put another way, builders, workers, and contractors make mistakes if they aren't careful or paying attention to what they're doing. Good contractors, many of you know, is very hard to find. And even when you find a good one, they're often too busy with other work or they're just plain expensive. So more often than not, we end up settling for workers that are just okay. But the problem with workers that are just okay is that they tend to take many shortcuts and cut corners. Not only do they use substandard materials t- to cut their costs, but they sometimes take poor measurements. You've seen contractors who've done work, and you're, you're, it's supposed to be level, but they go, I, I, I can see it. I can do it. And then when the work is done, you're, you're like, why am I tilted? Why is my roof my wall, why? Because, they, 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 you know, the, the rule was what? Measure twice, cut wow. once. Now, they don't measure at all, but they cut, right? So, so, so in a similar way, from a, from, a, from, a, from a spiritual perspective, poor spiritual workmanship is seen when things like, here's, here's how we get poor workmanship. When, when, when you only pray when something's falling apart in your life. When you only come to church when things aren't going so well. You see, the challenge for us as Christians is we have to spend time to cultivate and and nurture those meaningful relationships. If we're quarrelsome, overly critical, miserable, contentious, this takes away from the spiritual integrity of the building and the foundation that you're building on. If Jesus is the foundation, you can't build on that foundation with a miserable self quarreling every day, envy, jealousy that, that, that's poor workmanship so not only are you using the wrong materials, you're also working poorly so before the foundation so before the foundation is good but your materials are poor and your workers are poor and make a lot of mistakes, I got only 10 minutes finally, finally Paul tells us in verse 13 Each man's work will become evident. Did he not say that? But he says, for the day will show it because it is to be revealed with fire. And the fire itself will test the quality of each man's work. You see, your work will be tested with fire. Everything that is built needs to be tested. This is the quintessential story of the three little pigs. I love that story with the three little pigs. You remember the three little pigs? One, 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 One built his house with straw and the other one with wood, and then the other one, what was it, sticks, and the other one with bricks, right? You remember the three little piggies? Well, 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 well. the story, the, you, you all know how the story ended, right? So I'm not going to go into the story, but the point I want to make is that while the little piggies were building their buildings, uh-huh. they probably weren't testing the integrity or the structure at the time they were building it. You see, what I'm saying is when you are building on a firm foundation, every now and then you got to do a spot check. To make sure that the integrity of what you're building is going to stay intact. You see, if you're anything like me, and my wife will tell you this. I'm one of those people that gets so fixated on getting the job done. That for me, I'm so functional, I just got to get it done. And so I move in a place, and then when you get to the end, and it's not what I want it to be. Now you play the shoulda, woulda, coulda game. In other words, I shoulda do this, so I coulda do that. And I woulda gotten this, but I didn't. Why? Because I didn't take the time to make sure that I was diligent along the way. Bring people along while you're going through and doing something. You can't be so fixated on where you want to go building your little piggy house, not knowing whether or not it will stand up when the wolf starts to blow. So again, the foundation is good. Your materials are poor and your workers are poor. You make mistakes, but your work is not properly tested. These three things, as I get ready to wrap up, these three things, Paul warns us, will cause our building to collapse, whether or not we have a deep, strong, and a firm foundation. I'm talking to you about your faith. Many of us do believe in Jesus Christ, but we are not experiencing the abundant life that God promises us simply because we're using poor materials, poor workmanship, and we haven't been properly tested. Whenever people tell me that they doubt God, I think that that's a wonderful place to be. And here's why. Because you can't doubt something Right? that you don't have a sense to believe in. If I don't think God is real, there's nothing to doubt. But if God is real, and, and I feel like I, I, I'm just not quite sure, and you're in that place of doubt, all that's telling me is that your faith has not yet been tested. You see, that's why they gave their testimonies, because they want you to know that what they've gone through proves that God is. Now, as I said before, Having Christ in your life is is wonderful, and it's the only foundation that really matters. But while you have Christ in your life, the with what, the with whom, and the how you are building on that foundation will always matter. How are you going to see something different in 2020 if you're still using the same old methods that have not worked for you? So my challenge is really to say to you, church, church, it's good that you got Christ. It's good that you believe in God, but the work only begins then because you now have to make a difference wherever you find yourself. And you can't tell somebody something or take somewhere where you have never been. Jesus Christ died so that he could lay for all of us the greatest foundation of all, And he has given us the church, the beauty of this church, so that we will always have a community to support us. Always have this wonderful community that will help us find the right people, the right materials, the right tools, the right methods, the right place to build lives that are solid and strong enough to withstand the pressures of life. Listen, whatever, whatever you are building with. It will be tested in the fire of judgment. That's what Paul tells us. Did he not tell us if any man's work is now what? Burned up though, he will suffer loss. So today, even right now in this room, you're building something. And only you know what kind of material you're using. And only you know how much shortcuts you're taking. But the truth is that there are no shortcuts to faith in God. You either believe him or you don't. All roads lead to the cross. And, 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 and even for our young people, the cross might seem like such a violent thing. But, but, but listen, there is some good news. There is some really good news. Y'all want good news? The good news is seen where Paul says, if any man's work is burned up, He will suffer loss. But watch this. But he himself. See it? That's what he says. But he himself will be what? That sounds to me like some really really good news. In other words, your salvation is secure because you are built on a foundation that is the greatest of all foundations. And that is on Jesus Christ. Being built on Jesus means you will never be lost no matter how poorly you or I build. So we could use poor materials. We could have poor workmanship. We could probably not even be tested. But the fact that we are standing on that rock of all rocks means that Jesus got your back. We must build on him and him alone. Now, 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 if that were enough, if that weren't enough, I could stop right there and we'd be cool. But if that weren't enough, Jesus is our master builder. Why do you call him that, Pastor? Well, Jesus knew that we would face challenges and loads in our structure that was too much for us to bear. Jesus knew that. He knew that we would be dealing with things that were heavier than we expected. Many people do what? They've, they gave their lives to Christ. And what did they expect? An easy life. <laughs> Bruh. Sis. We follow a crucified Savior. What makes you think you're going to have an easy life? He was crucified. That's who we're following. But the thing that's wonderful about him is that he builds the foundation. And then he says come on to me all you who are heavy laden and heavy burden and i will give you rest and and i thought about that as i was preparing this message what is he really trying to say he says listen if you if you've got poor materials i'll be your material if if you've got poor workmanship i'll be your contractor if if you haven't been tested I've already been tested because I went to that cross and I took all of your sins, all of your poor workmanship, all of your shoddy attitude, your miserable contentious self, all of the stuff that your jealousy and your envy and you can't talk to this person because you're mad, you're unforgiving. He took all of that and he says, listen, just put it on my back. I can carry it. And what I'm telling you is that when Jesus hung on that cross... This is the beauty of the cross right now. And thank you, Holy Spirit. He could have hung there untied, but but when he stretched his hands out and they nailed and pierced him, it was his way of saying, I'm open to everything you've got. And that's what he offers us today. He is our master builder. It, it, It is recognizing that as much as you and I try, we can never ever build a structure that's going to be good enough. So he became that structure himself. And so, come unto me, all you who are weary, burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So how is your building working out for you? Was 2019 a gold, silver, wood, hay, or straw year for you? Well, take comfort in knowing that as we count down now the time. It's, it happened already? Yes. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Happy New Year! Andrea, we did better than last year. Take comfort. Take comfort in knowing that here at this church called Allen Temple, we're built on nothing less than on Jesus' blood and his righteousness. We dare not trust the sweetest frame. But holy lean on Jesus' name. Here, here, here's where we get the rub. Here's where we get the rub. On Christ, the solid rock, the bedrock, with the with the concrete and the and the steel and the rebar. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand for all other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. So my brothers and my sisters. As I welcome you to the new decade, to 2020, my prayer is that not only will you have that solid foundation, but that with our help and with you helping us together, we can build something to be proud of. May God richly, richly bless you, my beloved.